Hello, this is Father Dave Nix at the Padre Peregrino channel, and um, just two quick nota benes before we start here. One is I'm in the gym, and uh, I may have to leave if other people come in because it's an empty public gym. Luckily, nobody's in here right now, but I'm just going to have to leave, so it might be a choppy podcast right here. And then uh, secondly, because this is first going on YouTube and maybe later the podcast apps, I am going to use for the term A-B-O-R-T-I-O-N for that horrible murderous procedure, I'm just going to use the medical abbreviation of A-B. Uh, that's not just to keep it PG for any kids watching. That's because there are certain uh, algorithms that will get me removed from our host for the first thing that this is on, which is uh, YT, as we will call it. Um, so most of you know by now the news, and I'm also a little bit winded because it's the gym. Uh, most of you know by now that the Vatican has apparently not just suspended, but is aiming for the laicization of the founder of Priests for Life, Father Frank Pavone. I know him in real life. I've met him a couple times. And um, one of the pieces of, uh, one of the things that he's attacked for, not just by the left, but even by well-meaning people on the right, is a few years ago he had what some people would call a political stunt because he had an unborn baby on an altar, rather a deceased unborn baby from AB, you know what I mean by AB, on his altar in his office. And many people accused him of uh, using a corpse for a political stunt. Um, we're going to come back to that in just a minute, okay, what he did there. I want to switch gears for just a minute on a very sensitive topic. I don't want to start a debate in the live chat on if miscarried babies go to limbo. You just have to get the doctrinal quote-unquote development on this topic before we actually get into me discussing what Father Pavone put on his altar. So, you know, the early church, all the way up to popes in the 18th century, the reason they considered AB as worse than regular M-U-R-D-E-R -E of an adult is because it deprived the unborn baby of the beatific vision. From the early church all the way through 18th century popes, they said AB is an excommunicable offense because though the baby goes to limbo and is, it's a paradise, the baby is deprived of the beatific vision of the Blessed Trinity. Um, this isn't me, this is just from the early church all the way through at least 18th century popes and probably beyond. This is why the early church, though, treated A.B. as worse than just a murder of an adult. Now, before we get, I don't want to start a big debate, because this is not actually the topic of today's thing. But here's what I want to say to the people. About half of the people that have criticized Father Pavone, Father Pavone for putting that baby on his altar, about half, not 100%, but about half of those people believe that the unborn who are killed in A.B. are martyrs. Now, I'm open to this theory. I'm open to disregarding the early church all the way through 17th and 18th century popes. I'm open, if we can maybe prove this was done in odium fide, in hatred of the faith, in the level of instrument, instrumentation that we have no, now, that the 18th century um, popes were not aware would be coming in a couple hundred years of just the massive genocidal slaughter of this many people, okay? But half of the people that have criticized Father Pavone for that quote-unquote political stunt a few years ago, putting that unborn baby on his altar um, to vote for TRUMP, to, to promote TRUMP, another thing that the algorithms will tap me for, about half of the people that attack him for that actually believe the unborn are martyrs. 
So here's the thing. You can't actually believe the unborn are martyrs through A.B. and criticize Father Pavone for putting an unborn baby on his altar. You know why? Because that's what the church has always done. The church has always put her martyrs on altars. From the early church in the catacombs, when they would put the Roman martyrs from three years old up to 100 years old inside the catacomb altars through the Middle Ages when they would, what many Protestants would criticize as a chop shop job of putting this body part in this altar in this city and this other body part of a saint in this other city. The church has always done that. So here's the thing. All the people out there that are criticizing Father Pavone for putting an unborn baby on his altar, if you actually think that the victims of A.B. are martyrs, stop criticizing him uh, for doing that because that's, that's what the church has always done. Now, some people out there might say, okay, but the early church was very careful to dry the relics, to place them in reliquaries and everything else, where Father Pavone just had a slaughtered unborn baby on the altar of his office. Okay, but that's just an accidental, unimportant detail. The fact is, after that event, Father Pavone went and buried properly. Father Pavone buried properly that unborn baby. So really the question is, do martyrs belong on altars or not? Now, again, I don't think of the unborn as, as, as martyrs. I'm open to that. And I'm going to probably write on my blog post why I still have no problem with Father Pavone putting an unborn baby on his altar. But any of you listening who do say that the unborn who die of AB go straight to heaven because they're martyrs should stop criticizing Father Pavone for having a martyr on his altar because that's where we've always had martyrs. But let's be honest, you know, um, why really is Father Pavone in trouble? I don't agree with everything he's done. Um, and just like there's people in the pro-life movement that don't agree with everything I've done. But I think we've had enough of the Monday morning quarterbacks where if you're not out there doing it, then probably it's not just the time to sit around on Twitter and criticizing someone who's probably saved tens or hundreds of thousands of unborn babies like, like Father Pavone has. Um, the honest reason why he's in trouble with the Vatican is because he supports the unborn first, and at a distant second of that, supports T-R-U-M-P, another algorithm we can't tap. Is it true that maybe, maybe he didn't contact his bishop or reply to his bishop? I don't know. Uh, it might be true, but it's still a red herring he's being hung on. And that is where we have to connect all the dots of how has the Vatican apparatus the past 10 years uh, treated people who are quote-unquote schismatic to the right versus schismatic to the left? And by the way, let's talk real quick and then I'll hang up on this, on this uh, video. What do I mean schismatic to the left? Do you realize how many priests in the eight, 1980s went even farther left than the left bishops and they started their own like leftist schismatic communities? They're still functioning and doing masses all over North America. Have we heard any recall of the Vatican of the quote-unquote schismatic to the left priests who are running uh, parishes for groups like Catholics for Choice and stuff like that? Have we heard any recall for the leftist priests that are even farther left than the lukewarm bishops of this country. The lukewarm bishops of this country are recalling leftist priests far to their own left, asking them to come back and reply. They are not recalled by the bishops. They're not even recalled by the Vatican. So is it true that Father Pavone didn't reply to his bishop? Maybe. 
but it's a red herring he's being hung on. He's being persecuted first for his support of the unborn, and secondly, for his support of President T-R-U-M-P. God bless you all. Bye.